Hey everybody, welcome to the Seafood News Roundtable, where we're doing our first special interview with company president and seafood reporter Paul Brown. So you've been with the company, Paul, for a long time, so a lot of our subscribers already know you, but for those that don't, talk a little about your role at the company and what markets you cover before we dig right in. Sure thing, Adam. So my name is Paul Brown. I've been with the company for uh, going on 40 years now. I'm the president of the company, but probably more importantly, I'm a seafood market reporter specializing in shrimp and within shrimp, primarily imported shrimp. Very cool. And we're going to talk about shrimp today, as we have before on the Seafood News Roundtable. The import data came out this week, and we have a lot of interesting facts and figures that came out of these data. So overall shrimp imports, it's our understanding that things are moving at a pretty big clip, and they're actually moving at a record pace as far as what came in through to October. So as far as where the shrimp is coming from and how things are coming into this market, what's the dynamic that's leading to these increases in shrimp imports? Well, first, let me say that, that yeah, we are on record pace for imports. Imports uh, in October were up 4.3%, which is fairly substantial. And that leaves uh, year-to-date imports up about 3.4%. Really, What's pushing the import figure probably the most are imports out of India. India is our leading supplier of shrimp, and they have been producing uh, quite a bit of shrimp in a variety of forms that's landed here in the U.S. This month, in October in particular, we saw a big increase in Ecuadorian imports to the U.S. Recently, much of that production has gone to Asia, particularly China, and also Europe. However, this late in the year, it gets a little late to ship to, to Europe for the holidays, and, and now it's, uh, it's also getting late to ship uh, from Ecuador to China in time for Chinese New Year. So Ecuadorian imports were, were up sharply in October, which is a reversal of uh, the trend that we've seen over the last several months. And so you mentioned India is a big factor in this as well as Ecuador, but contrast that with Indonesian imports, which it actually appears has dropped as of the data for October. What is it that's causing this drop? Is this something that is indicative of some sort of an issue with Indonesia or are things still chugging along with that part of the world? No, I'm sure it's just the seasonal changes in production out of out of Indonesia. October is actually a strong month for production. And, uh, you know, Indonesian imports into the United States have been strong right along. And, and I'm sure they will continue to be. In October, in particular, we saw an awful lot of headless shalon imports out of Indonesia. So despite the fact that the number was down a little bit in October, the headless shalon figure was up in double digits in, in October and that would be mostly easy peel shrimp for retail. So the fact that October imports were down is, is just a blip. Yeah, and it does still say here that they're the second best supplier. So it definitely doesn't seem like there's any, any serious supply concerns. As you said, it seems like it's just a blip. So moving on to Ecuador, you have in your notes here that Ecuador is the only shrimp supplier among the top five where the imports year-to-date are down versus 2015. 
but it still seems as though they're one of the most important suppliers. So to what can we attribute the fact that imports are down, but they're still so important to the imported trip market? Ecuador imports are down on a year-to-date basis because of what I said earlier. Chinese demand that Ecuador is filling primarily on head-on shrimp, which is being sold in many instances at a premium to what they can get for a product on a headless basis in the United States and and Europe. I believe Europe is also paying a premium for for it. Uh, head on shrimp. So that leaves the United States in generally the number three position for Ecuador exports. However, they are an important supplier of shrimp to the United States, particularly on a headless shell on basis, most of which would be seen in the likely be seen in the food service side of the business. The big increase in October imports of Ecuador shrimp may be in part responsible for the 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 recent weakness that we've seen in 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 that market as well uh we've seen that in you know in november uh and now going into december well we're definitely going to continue to keep our eyes on that the seafood price current and also all of our prices on comtel tracks all the shrimp prices as well as other seafood categories that people can look for every tuesday and thursday to get wholesale shrimp prices as they happen and track market movements as they happen. Moving back over to Asia. So the Thai shrimp market had some supply concerns a while ago. There were some production issues and it seems as though now things are finally moving back up and the production and as a consequence, the imports of Thai shrimp are rebounding this year. So as far as you're seeing that, what effect are you seeing on imports and prices based on this supply rebound in Thailand? Well, Thailand a few years back suffered uh, severely from from EMS disease. And their production, which used to lead our imports, dropped to probably less than a third of what it had been. So more recently, we've seen a rebound in uh, Thai imports to the United States and also Thai production. They are efficiently now producing shrimp and their their production is is certainly on on the rebound as far as prices go again i uh you know it adds to the to the overall mix of product entering the united states thailand pretty much splits their uh, production mostly between shell on shrimp which is is very well could be easy peel and uh, peeled raw shrimp they're also an important supplier of uh, cooked shrimp to the United States. And at this time of year, of course, everybody is looking at uh, cooked shrimp rings for the uh, for the holidays. So Thailand absolutely is an important exporter of shrimp to the U.S. and uh, appears to be on the rebound. Their figures were off a little bit in October, but, you know, no reason why we shouldn't see that continue to grow. And speaking personally, I know our Thanksgiving dinner, when we had our shrimp, it was from Thailand. So at least some of it made its way to New Jersey. Moving on to Mexican imports, it seems as though the data that came out this month for October, they're the first to show an expected decline in production for the 2016 season. So the Mexican shrimp market behaves a little differently from some of the other Latin American shrimp markets. So what are we seeing there in terms of the dynamics of price and supply. Mexico is 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 of course a neighbor to the to the US. So 
transportation uh, is is by truck over the border. They can act quickly to market conditions here in the United States. This year, farm production in Mexico has declined precipitously. The figures are mixed, but somewhere in the neighborhood of 30% lower than than a year ago. In addition, we've seen a very strong Mexican domestic demand for their own shrimp. So we've seen very, very little shrimp imported into the United States from Mexico in the, in the 2016 season. That may or may not change going forward, you know, depending upon the pricing in the U.S. market versus the Mexican domestic market. We could see some more product heading this way. Typically, the Mexican production is in sizes, say, 21s, 2125s, 2630s, and 3140s. But again, or an awful lot of that product has remained in the, uh, in the Mexican domestic market. And here again, China, greater Asia, has seen a lot of demand for Mexican product as well. Mexico is likely not going to have the impact on the U.S. market that it has had in previous years. And let's cap off this analysis of the import data with the Peruvian imports. Now, Peru is an interesting country because it's one of the smaller markets in South America, but they continue to be, at least in terms of agriculture, a fairly important export partner of the United States. And the data that came out show a sharp increase in shrimp imports from Peru. So what are we seeing there that's causing this sharp rise in imports? Well, per- Peruvian imports from a volume basis are a fraction of the other supplying countries. On a percentage basis, the increase in October imports was huge. And Peru will generally produce shrimp in just a few large sizes. So they, despite the fact that the volume is is relatively low, they can have an impact on the large sizes that that we're seeing from there. So uh, I'm not sure what is in store for, for Peru going forward. If I'm not mistaken, we're entering into a increased production from that area. But again, it from a volume standpoint, it is uh, negligible compared to, say, Ecuador. But it can be that limited volume that can, uh, certainly can affect the market. And we'll continue to watch these data as they come out. Every month, Erner Barry on Comtel and also Foreign Trade Data puts out the monthly insider shrimp report, as well as some other reports that analyze import data of other species. And Paul is heavily involved in how those reports get edited and compiled and the information that we display. As far as closing out the month, before we go, I have one question for you. What should Comtel and Foreign Trade Data subscribers be looking for as we close out the year? What's keeping you up at night as far as the data you're looking to see before we close out December? Adam, I sleep pretty good at night, but... I think we we could very well see record imports through the end of of 2016. Probably one thing to watch for, and we don't have good data on this, is is what kind of carryover inventory do we have in 2017? That carryover inventory could affect the market and pricing in the first quarter of 2017. But of course, that that remains to be seen. Uh, Hopefully, holiday sales will be brisk. And we kind of start 2017 all over again with strong Indian production, Indonesian production, 
Ecuador, Thailand, and, and Vietnam. Very cool. Well, thanks for coming on the Seafood News Roundtable. We loved having you and talking these numbers. We're going to talk about all the different seafood markets on this program every week. We'll cover the different top stories and top data that are coming in every day to seafoodnews.com. For those of you that want to learn more about seafood markets, make sure to get your subscription to Erner Barry's Comtel or Foreign Trade Data or seafoodnews.com to get the headlines and the stories. Paul, we hope to have you back again someday to talk numbers. Adam, it's been enjoyable. Thank you very much. Seafood News Roundtable signing off, and we'll see you next week.